Emmanuel. Emmanuel. Spelled with an E in the Hebrew. In the Greek, it's spelled with an I. Emmanuel. Moses was at the burning bush, and as he was at the burning bush experience, as you recall, God was there in the burning bush. I believe that the whole involvement of God being involved was actually the second person, the second personage of the Godhead, that Jesus himself was the one who was in the burning bush. It's called a theophany, an appearance of God. We find that in the Old Testament and in the New Testament, we have Christ in the flesh, and the theophanies tended to quit. Didn't have them anymore. But there was the theophany at the burning bush in which God came and drew near. And what he asked Israel is after they crossed through the Red Sea, he took them to Mount Sinai. And at Mount Sinai, we find out the story in there that he asked them to build and to structure themselves in a certain pattern around the sanctuary that he asked them to build. And the reason I would like to draw your attention to that is this. And then he said, then they have them a sanctuary for me, and I will dwell among them. I will dwell among them. I will God chose to be with humans. God chose to be with humans. The Son of God came and chose to be with humans. Would you open your Bibles with me to Isaiah chapter 7? Isaiah chapter, we're going to look briefly there. We're going to look at several little passages together. Isaiah chapter 7, we're going to look at verse 14. Isaiah chapter 7. If you're not familiar with this passage, welcome. It's a wonderful passage. Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. And the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and will call him what? Emmanuel. We'll call him Emmanuel. If you look in your margin, if you have that in there, it gives you a reference, a cross-reference to jump to the New Testament, and that would be in Matthew 1. Verse 23, if you jump to the New Testament, it picks up that same theme, but we're going to pick up in verse 18 of chapter 1 of Matthew. Picking up with verse 18, this is how the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, the Christ, Messiah and Christ are the same word, meaning the anointed one, came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph. But before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit because Joseph because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet not wanting to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit, and she will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, or Joshua, yes, Yesu, Joshua, Jesus, because he will do what? He will save his people from their sins. And he took this all in, and this will take place to fulfill what the Lord has said through the prophet, the prophet Isaiah, who said, the virgin, there it is, the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means what? God with us. God with us. There it is. Emmanuel. God with us. How different that is. This tells us a lot. And it would be amazing to spend several hours just going over that, but we can't. 
But it tells us a lot about God. It tells us a lot about Jesus. It tells us a lot about how this world works through his spiritual realm. Hebrews 10. Hebrews 10 picks up the theme. And I'd like you to notice this. It was coming up with Passover. And the Passover part came at Passover. If you're familiar with Passover, that was the Passover angel that crawled over Egypt the night before they left. And the Passover angel... I believe was the passing of Christ over, who slew the firstborn, if they did not have blood, over their doorposts, on the doorposts and on the little that went across the top, in the shape of a cross. Did you see that? Kind of the shape of the cross was there. They were to mark that, to be saved. Well, it's interesting, he took that and calls on, and is, well, I believe Paul wrote the book of Hebrews, and he goes on to say, it is impossible Jesus said, it is impossible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sins. Therefore, when Christ came into the world, he said, sacrifice and offerings you do not desire, but a body you prepared for me. Sacrifice and offerings you did not desire, but a body you prepared for me. With burnt offerings and sin offerings, you were not pleased. Then I said, and this is the Lord speaking, Here I am, Jesus said. It is written about me in the scroll. I have come to do your will, my God, Jesus said. I have come to do your will. Because Jesus, as we looked at last week, was slain from the foundation of the world. Slain from the very beginning, from the foundation of the world. He was there, set aside. John 1, John 1 said, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Verse 14, And the Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the one of the only, uh, one and only Son who uh, came from the Father, full of grace and truth. There it is again. God with us. Now God, in many of the gods of uh, other worlds and other religions and other times, was always something that was far off. So they would look up in the heavens and they would see the, the arrangement of the stars and they would look and say, oh yes, there is Orion, they would say that's the god of Orion, and there's the god of Cassiopeia, and, and they would see the sun as the god, and the moon as a god, and they would see these other things as gods that were removed, you see. And so in order to contact those gods, in order to, the humans would have to do something to entice them, to get them to respond to them, and so it was the humans reaching out to try to find God. That was the element that was reaching in that particular part of the world. And we see that in other religions, but not in Christianity. In Christianity, we have just the opposite, where God came to find man. As we mentioned last week, before you were born, God had already set himself to die for you. Before you were born. Before you were conceived. Think of that. God had already set aside himself to offer his life as a sacrifice for your sins. 
before you were conceived, you could only exist in God's mind and knowledge. Already. And he already chose something else, too. And that is that he would come and walk among us. He would walk among us. It's called the transcendent God. Not us trying to reach up to get God to respond to us. No, God reaching down to us to get us to respond as he moved among us. In the book Desire of Ages, which is wonderful first chapter in there to look at it. it says in the eyes of the world he possessed no beauty that we should desire him yet he was as the incarnate god the light of heaven and earth his glory was veiled his greatness and majesty were hidden that he might draw near to the sorrowful tempted man well there's a story that goes on that one christmas eve this family wanted to go to go to church for their Christmas Eve program like we were going to have. So they were going to go, but the father was not a believer. And so the father says, oh, no, no, you go, you go, you go. And so they said, all right, all right, oh, they would go. They begged for him to go. The children wanted to go. No, he didn't want to go. So he stayed home. And while he was sitting at home, they were gone, he noticed that the, uh, the, there was a flock of birds that were trying to get into the house, to get into the light where it was warm. And of course, what happens when a bird flies up against the window? Boom! Paid a high price. Sometimes they break their neck and they're done. So he heard them trying to get in where the fireplace was going, where the light was, and he said, oh, they need to get warm. So he went out and says, I know what I'll do. I will go out to the barn. And I'll open the barn and I'll turn on the lights in there. And so he went out and he could see them there. And so as he went out to get and he opened the barn, now he tried to shoo these birds into the barn to get warm. <laughs> what did the birds do? They went every, every way all around, never ended up in the barn. Not happening. And he was so frustrated as he was standing there in there in the cold and the snow. So frustrating there. Why couldn't they get him as it would go in? And just as he was thinking that, why was he was so frustrated? The church bell rang Christmas Eve. And he realized it's because he wasn't a bird that they wouldn't listen to him. God knew he had to come and be among us so we would listen to him. We wouldn't listen to the burning bush. We wouldn't listen to the prophets. We wouldn't. He sent his own son who paid for it on the cross hoping that we would listen. That we would listen. See, Christ was treated as we deserve that we might be treated as he deserves. He was condemned for our sins in which he had no share. That we might be justified by his righteousness in which we had no share. He suffered the death which was ours that we might receive the life which was his. 
with his stripes we are healed. With his stripes we are healed. There you have it. God with us. God with us. Don't you find that stunning that God would choose to be with us? Not standing afar off? Born of a baby. So the creator took on the form of the creature to be slain by his created hand. The very people that he came to save and to love, that he loved before they were conceived, he already loved them, would slay him. And that's why this story is so different than any other story of any other gods at any other time. Because this God gave his son for God so loved the world that he gave his only, come on, only begotten son that who would ever believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Dear Father, I thank you for that precious promise. I thank you, Father, for what you have called us to be, your children. Father, it has been a spectacular Sabbath today as we've seen these young people make their commitments to be inducted into Pathfinder Club. It's different than any other type of club because you were present in it. This season brings us our attention to the, the cross, to from the cradle to the cross. It calls our world to see that there is a Savior who came to this world, not for us to seek him, but he sought us. Truly Christ, the hound of heaven, who goes looking for us, no matter where we are. And as Marianne just shared with us just a few moments ago, 44 years of age, God still found her. Amen. And still going out and looking. Amen. I thank you, Father, that you continue to look, that you continue to gather. By your grace, Father, may we find others. Bring them to you. May your spirit walk with us today then. In Jesus' name, amen.